0: Hello and welcome to the Good Book Podcast. Today we will be talking about the introduction of Genesis 1. In our next or following recording, you will hear us explain or teach and talk about Genesis chapter 1. My job or goal today is just to inform, to draw questions, and to also make those who are listening think about what Genesis 1 actually means. Genesis 1 is the start in the beginning of the Bible. It's the book that has a strong or a very strong foundation to what we believe and what we hold to throughout the entire Bible. So before we get started, let me open this up in prayer and we will move forward. Dear God, thank you, Father, for this opportunity you give us Lord, to learn about your will, to learn about your word, and to learn about your way. So I pray that anyone who is listening to this podcast, the Lord, who may be struggling with who you are, um, just pray that you might give them, the Lord, insight, and the understanding they need in order for them to be drawn and, and walk and live for you. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your mercy. Just pray that you might bless this podcast. In Jesus, name we pray. Amen. All right. Great. So. What we're basically going to talk about today is we're just going to basically just walk through Genesis 1. We're not actually going to go through the teachings. I just want to start this off by asking simple questions and just basically giving us a foundation in which we can kind of use to dissect and also understand what Genesis 1 is truly saying. So firstly, When we think about Genesis 1, we're thinking about God. Who is God? Where is God? Those are some of the questions that are drawn from Genesis 1. And that is some of the questions that we still ask today. The simple answer is God was and God is. God has always been. God is not like mankind. He is not human. He is a spirit as the Bible says, and those who worship him, much worse worship him in spirit and truth. So God is, God was, God has always been. And so therefore, we don't think of God like we think of ourselves or our human nature. We think of God as that which is spiritual. So when you're going through Genesis 1, you need to pay attention to the attributes of God, who God truly is, and God is a spirit. We don't debate about anything else or anyone else who we said was once alive. When we think about presidents of the past, we acknowledge that George Washington was alive. Abraham Lincoln was alive. We acknowledge and we respect the fact that the textbooks that we read or we read talk about these individuals and say the different things that they did to make America the nation that it is today. But when we look at the universe, we look at the world, we seem to say that there is not a God. We seem to say that we can't believe that there is a God, even though when we look around, there's so much that we can see that we ourselves are unable to do, like creating a sky, like creating grass, By doing little bitty things that seem small, but are so big, we can't do. So when we talk about these things or when we look at Genesis 1, we have to understand that God is a spirit. And not only God is a spirit, but Genesis 1 talks about him as the creator. God is a creator. When we think about Steve Jobs, we think about How he was once here, he created the iPhone. The iPhone comes with so many different components that make up the phone. And those different components were made by an individual, the individual in which we know is Steve Jobs. But Steve Jobs is no longer alive. He's no longer with us. But we have something that he has made called the iPhone. In principle, thinking about creation, when we look at the sky, when we look at the world, when we look at ourselves, when we know that we have a heart that we cannot control, that beats on its own lungs, that release and inhale, exhale oxygen that we can't do on our own. We have to come to the summation that something out there is greater than us. And the Bible says that it is God and God himself. The Bible is the source And the world is Our evidence So when we are looking at Genesis 1 And it's talking about how God created the world It's talking about it from the source Which is the Bible And the evidence which we see Is outside in the world And even with us Romans will go so far To say Romans 1 Will go so far to say in verse 19 and 20, because that which may be known of God is manifest in them, for God has showed it unto them. For the invisible things of him from creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power in Godhead, so that we are without excuse. Romans 1 is simply saying that we don't have an excuse, we can't make up an excuse as to why there isn't a God or why there isn't someone who created this universe, who created us, who created the things in which we marvel and the things in which we constantly study to see where they came from. The Bible makes it so simple to say that it was God himself. Once again, how do we know? We know by the evidence in which we see when we go out into the world. We know by the evidence in which we see in ourselves. We have limitations. All humans have limitations. But God has no limitations. So when we look at Genesis one, when we are listening to the introduction. Pay attention to the creator. The earth has God's fingerprints all over it. When we look at the water, when we look at the seas, when we look at the mountains, when we look at the hills, when we look at the valleys, when we look at the clouds, when we hear the rain, when we hear the thunder, when we see all of these different things, we should be thinking about the creator. And here in Genesis chapter one. The creator introduces himself to us and we get to see his power and his sovereignty over this entire world. So for Genesis one, before we get to the study, think about who God is. Take a look at his creation and come back to his source, to study, to show your understanding of who he truly is in you, in this world, and forevermore. God bless. I hope this helps. And we will soon start our study in Genesis 1. This is our introduction to Genesis chapter 1.